Hey there, welcome back to the virtual cafe for another coffee combo about finances. I'm your host Kerry Zab, and I'm inviting you to join me at my table with your favourite brew. So let's pull up our chairs and get into today's episode. Come on, let's go, it's coffee time. Today's conversation is about keeping the finances simple. There's a couple of confessions, there's a few stories. Join us for this conversation, myself and Kim White. Here we go. Kim, I reckon we need to kick off this conversation with a little story. What do you think? I think so too, Carrie. I've got my coffee ready. I am ready to get this conversation started. Perfect. Let me frame today's conversation with my little story while you sip on your coffee. I'm I'm an absolute self-confessed overthinker, overplanner, and I'm an overpacker. But in the past, when I've gone interstate to events, we drive across country to go to events because Kerry doesn't like planes. You know, we might be going for, you know, seven days or something. I think I've packed for a month. I don't know what I'm expecting to happen. I can complicate anything. Trust me when I say that. I can really make things seem, you know, so heavy, so complex and just so overdone. You know, it's like when we think about, you know, cooking a steak on the barbecue, like I I will burn it. Like that's, that's how I like everything around me has to be overdone, except when it comes to finances. Exception to the rule is when it comes to finances, I like to keep them simple. Well, I can be just like that too, Carrie. I can definitely overcomplicate things or overthink things. And I have to remind myself constantly to keep things simple. Like I know I sound like a broken record talking about, you know, simple and kindergarten things, but that's because I am like that too. That's because I I can overthink things and complicate them. And then I get myself in the weeds and can't, you know, can't get out or can't function until I get completely out of them so I can see the big picture. I think it's interesting, Carrie, that that finances are your thing, they are your jam, and that that is the one thing that you keep super simple. I guess it's almost like a, what do you call that? Almost like a a habit, I guess, of, you know, let's make it as complicated as we possibly can because isn't that how it should be? Isn't that how we question ourselves as entrepreneurs? Don't we want to understand more and look at more and investigate more and, and, and you know, have all these finer details in front of us? Because we're curious, we're curious humans. And I think that's where we can trip over ourselves, not only in the finances, but in other aspects of our business by making it more complicated than it needs to be. So. Maybe, Kim, I need to take a little leaf out of my finance book and start adopting that to other areas of my business. What do you think of that? I think that would be probably brilliant, Carrie, just saying. Would the angels be singing, Kim? <laughs> I think that's what it would happen. <laughs> well, Kim, let's get into how we can make the finances simple. It's definitely where we want to go with today's conversation is keeping the finances simple, but how? How do we keep the finances simple? So Kim, you're okay if I just go on a little little rant here for a moment, is that all right? Please, Carrie, I love your rants. (laughs) 
<laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Let me just pull up my milk crate one moment. <laughs> well, and I think, you know, this can be done in a number of different ways when it comes to the finances. And we've got to remember that everyone may be using a different system or process already in their business. And if they're brand new, they've got nothing. So obviously they need to, you know, start to explore the options that they have. So I always talk about writing it down on paper first, because that's, you know, that's where I started. I'm, I'm old school yet you know new digital age so I've adopted over the years but I started with you know the financial accounting book where you had all the columns and you wrote the date and how much to who and and what for and and all that kind of stuff so that's still real that's still something that people can certainly adopt is having a book of their finances with the ruled lines and and keeping it that simple and essentially what you're doing is creating yourself a little they call it a ledger so a ledger book and that's one way of doing it the the next way would be to have potentially a spreadsheet so you could be on excel or google sheets or something there similar of and again creating a ledger you're creating you know that record of the transactions and then obviously the next step from there is accounting platforms which we're not going to dive into too much today because they can get a little bit complicated and speaking of what Kim mentioned about you know sticking ourselves in the weeds we don't want to do that and then if we talk about okay so that's you know the methods covered so how do we keep it simple so it's the money coming in the money going out and what's left at the end so your income minus your expenses equals your profit and again that's how simple it can be especially when we're a small business just starting out or even if we've been doing business for a little while we don't need to overcomplicate it if we don't have any loans in the business you know no complicated kind of structure if you're just a sole trader even if you're a small company you can keep it that simple so just literally think of money in money out and what's left over and carrying what's left over into the next period in the club uh, this week we actually went through reconciling a bank account so that was another method of keeping it simple is looking at your bank statement and knowing your opening balance what your account started at how many debits how many credits and what those values were broken down line by line and what your end balance was it's a very similar concept on if you want to call it a profit and loss statement that you're building for yourself and again that that end balance is carried over to the next period so that becomes your opening balance so kind of the same concept, Kim, would you agree? It is the same concept, Kiri. You did a great job in the club, by the way. Oh, Kim, I had so much fun. And I'll tell you what, I have to stop myself because sometimes I, I can get as carried away as the next person. You know, when we run in these financial circles and we, we do know a little bit more, sometimes I have to stop myself because I could go go further and make it more complicated. And it really comes down to as I like to call it, the boom gate of information. You know, we can limit the information in finances. It sounds huge and it sounds scary and it sounds overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. And it's up to us to decide if we want the compl... Who wants complicated? Kim, do you want complicated? Well, Carrie, let me just say, no, I don't, 
uh, evidence would prove otherwise sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, and that's the thing. We, we all fall trapped to making things more complicated. And sometimes we even don't even realize that we're opting in for complicated. We don't mean to. We don't actually want it. Sometimes we don't know what all the pieces mean before we go, oh, yeah, 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 tell me that. Yep, yep, explain that to me. Then when we actually hear about it, we're like, ooh, wish I hadn't have asked. And we want to, you know, put the little little car, little truck in reverse, beep, 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 back it up, back it up, because it's, it just wasn't what we thought it was going to be. And, and sometimes we can get those little surprises coming our way. I think essentially uh, we have a choice. We do have a choice in our business, definitely in the finances. And again, like I mentioned before, many other aspects of, of business life. Well, Carrie, I know that you have been in this business, your business, for over 10 years. And you've done a fabulous job of creating, you know, your empire. I just look at that and I think that is living proof. You know, I'm stuck on that word lately. Um, but you are living proof that you can keep it simple and have great success. I would love for you to explain why you compare having coffee with you at the virtual cafe with like the conversations over money and finances, because that is a really important part of changing our way of thinking about it. And I would just love to hear how that came about and why you think it can be that simple as a, as a you know, enjoying a cup of coffee. Well, Kim, that's a really good question and something I would like to explain because not a lot of people get the connection because one of one of the things that I really believe in in the space that I bring, it is where coffee meets money. And what does that mean, where coffee meets money? Well, it's the virtual cafe where we talk about finances. And the reason I've tied them in together, not only do I love coffee and love the flipping digits, like that's that's mentally the, the connection for me, but it goes a little bit deeper than that because the cafe experience to me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna frame this in two ways. So if you go to a I love cafes on a Saturday morning. That has been one of my all time favorite things to do and be present in that space. But they can actually get busy. Particularly on a Saturday, a lot of people are off work and, you know, they go out for brunch or, you know, catching a, a, a light meal, sometimes gathering with friends and there'll be more groups of people sitting around talking and they'll be a little bit more, a, a bit noisier sometimes. The cafes can actually come to life on a Saturday. So that might not make a lot of sense as well, but I'm, I'm talking early morning Saturday, like not long after the doors have opened. If not, you're even standing there waiting for them to open the doors. And I used to experience this. I used to go on site to one of my clients on a regular basis and I had my local cafe and I was there at 7am on their doorstep. As soon as the door was open, I was lined up for my coffee. I think the, the coffee machine was barely warmed up and Kerry was getting getting the first one off, off the rank. But there's just this vibe about it you know it's got a sense of calm like the the staff at that hour they're just setting up you know they're doing their thing no one's running it's not manic it's not crazy no one's spilling stuff in the kitchen because you know breakfast hasn't really started lunch hasn't started and the rush there's no rush 
So to me, the connection between the coffee and the money in the virtual cafe is that calming experience. It's about actually being able to sit down and have a conversation and be able to talk with someone without all the loud noises and be able to hold that conversation without going, you know, like sometimes you go to some places, they're so noisy and so busy, you, you can't hold a conversation. So that early morning cafe vibe is my all-time favourite. And to me, because of the calm and that vibe that it brings, it makes sense to talk about money, which is a hard topic and can feel like a heavy topic, in that, you know, virtual cafe vibing environment. Just let's just chill and, and have a conversation and ask questions and, you know, throw things around the room as, as far as, you know, topics are concerned and work together. It, it becomes almost like a co-working virtual cafe, Kim. How's that? Ooh, Carrie, I love that idea. Like, I love that in my head even, just the that simple and, like, fun. I think you make finances fun, Kiri. Well, and, and here's, here's a tricky balance because I am a, a pretty, I'll, I'll call myself pretty fun. I, I know how to have a bit of fun. I love a good laugh and I love to, you know, interact with people and, and have a good time. I'm always up for a party, as we know. But there's a balance there too, because if you're too fun, and, and this is, you know, perhaps a bit of a, a perception out in the world, you know, I actually just turned around to my husband the other day. We were doing a little production of a reel together and it was Kerry being crazy doing all these silly things. And I showed him and he turned around and he goes, oh, where's that bit? Like, you could do this there. And I'm like, he's a bad influence. Like, okay, this just got even sillier. But at the same time, afterwards, I sat down with him and I said, I, I don't think I've ever seen, and, and if I, you know, if they're out there, I want to meet them, someone else that's having fun in the finance space. Because I picture, and this could again be my own perception, and I may not be, you know, up with the times, but I picture someone sitting there in a business suit and, you know, speaking difficult words and complicated language and, you know, kind of trying to trying to baffle us with all these fancy things because they've got degrees and you know they did years of schooling and they're doing continuing education I don't I don't want that like I don't want that for for me in my business so I don't want to put that out to anybody else I, I like to keep it fun but I do have to be careful of the balance because if I probably you know kind of took it too far it might not it might not portray too well if i was too crazy out there in the social universe so yeah it's it's that fine line kim if that makes sense carrie i don't think there can be too much fun as long as we're taking care of what we need to i think there can be lots of fun well and i think you're right there kim because at the end of the day we need to take things seriously because finances are no joke they're not something to play around with we do need to be serious when it comes to those but i guess that's again the adoption of the the virtual cafe vibe is at least it can be relaxing we can have fun we can have a laugh but we we're going to get down to business you know we need to get these answers out there people have questions people need support and they need to they need to know that they're not alone on their financial journey. So if I can deliver that, that's that's like highlight of, of every day, every hour of, of my my existence basically. 
So, Carrie, I want to ask you another question about when you're talking simple, because I do think this is a such an important topic. If you had to pick one thing, you're way behind in all of your paperwork, all of your reconciling, you're, you're behind in just all of it. What is one tiny thing, one tiny step that somebody could do today that would start the process? Because, you know, I, I think about times when I've had all of the things to do and I didn't do any of them because I was so overwhelmed with all the things. What is one simple thing that somebody could start with today? Well, immediately what comes to mind, Kim, is go and make a cup of coffee. I cannot stress that enough because if you are a coffee drinker or a tea or your favorite beverage, certainly sitting down and taking a breath when you do feel overwhelmed because your finances are behind schedule, just take a moment, just take a deep breath, grab your favorite brew and just take a moment because that's a scary spot to be in. And I was there, I was definitely there. Thankfully, my business was a cafe, so I certainly went and made myself a cup of coffee. However, then I didn't take any action after that. So the the first step other than the cup of coffee is we need to make time for it. When are you going to work on the finances? And yes, we can pull out the bank statements, we can grab our, our ledger book, we can pull up our spreadsheet or our accounting platform, but, but what are we doing? And when are we doing it? And how do we plan to catch up? We need a plan. It's like anything. You can't do anything without a plan, even if it's just a little basic plan. And my biggest suggestion is don't look at the whole thing that will overwhelm anyone. I get overwhelmed by looking at the whole thing. So we need to look at the tiny pieces. Okay, so say we're behind by six months. Okay, so we need to attack that first oldest month. When are we gonna do that? Maybe we just need to break it down into weeks. We need to catch up for that oldest week that's outstanding. Do it in small pieces. The smaller the pieces, the more chance you are to actually stick to doing it. If it's on our calendar for a complete day, a day's blocked out to work on our finances to try and catch up, oh my God, I will come up with every excuse under the sun and certainly, you know, switch my attention to as many different things as I possibly can than sit down and work on one thing to catch up for the entire day. It's not inviting. It's not inviting. If, if you're that kind of human and you can do that, by all means, run with it. But most of us, it's not going to work like that for us. So we need to look at when we're going to make time for it in small pieces. Do small stages at a time. You know, book half an hour on your calendar. Book an hour if you can. And then chip away at it daily, weekly, however, however much you can put in to schedule that catch up. You know your finances and how long they take to work on. If you don't, make one session and measure the time and see what you achieved to give you the benchmark of how many sessions you need over what period to catch up. So that's my suggestion, Kim. Make, make your favorite beverage and then make a plan. I love that advice, Terry. And I will say that it made me giggle during the club last, um, the last club meeting, when you're looking at the reconciling of the bank statement and you're thinking, cause I was, 
you know, you're thinking this is going to take 12 days to get this done. And when you estimated based on the number of transactions, it wouldn't take more than half an hour. I giggled because I thought that's anything we don't want to do. Anything we don't want to do seems like it's so much bigger than it really is. And what if you did take, you know, whatever month it is, and hopefully, hopefully everyone's not behind, but I am telling you, it's a pattern in my life of getting behind. And I think that that's something that a lot of people do that they don't want to say out loud. And I don't blame them. It makes you feel like, again, that not smart, that, you know, that we're, we're somehow not grown-ups or I don't even know what the right words are but it's a feeling but the truth is if it only takes half an hour to catch up you know on on a single bank statement but we think it's gonna take days and days and days it does make me not want to do it it does you know keep me looking at the unicorns as you say so I think having an accountability time like the club helps me a lot because I know I'm going to have to say out loud to you and not even because you require it, but because I want to commit to keeping up to date. But I will tell you that that helped me a lot to get it done because if I hadn't had the commitment to you, Carrie, I probably just would have kept putting it off. Well, and Kim, I, I, you know, I agree with that because I really think a lot of things can be achieved in smaller pieces. You know, yes, they might be large projects. Yes, they might, you know, take normally a, a, a lot of time out of our schedule. But again, if you break it down, if it's something you don't like, I think the best way is to break it down because I do. And, and because Holly's down there in the audience, I am going to pay tribute to Holly. I... I am going to write a book, but words and I are becoming friends. It's taking, it's a process. I like the numbers and words and I, you know, we have our good days and our bad days. And I get that that's the same for other people with the numbers. Just because I love the numbers doesn't mean everyone in the world loves the numbers. So when I sit down and think about making my plan for writing my book, if I'm not careful, I won't start. I won't even contemplate doing it because it does seem like this this beast of a, a task to do. But again, I know with that project, and this is someone that really didn't want to even think about writing a book or words and, and all the things, I know that if I make the right plan for that project, I can achieve it. It, it may be over a long time, but if you had have asked me two months ago before we even started talking about me writing a book, I would have said, oh, my God, that'll take me years, you know, like literally years. That'll take years off my life to even achieve that because that's how I felt about that project. So I get in exact correlation for someone sitting down with their numbers. If you don't like numbers and it's not your favourite thing, that's how it feels if you've gotten behind and you've got to do some catch-up. And it's so easy when when it feels that big and that heavy to keep putting it off. And then it gets bigger. It doesn't shrink. It doesn't get any smaller. You know, if we're six months behind, next minute we're seven months behind, then we blink and we're eight months behind. And then next minute, 
the accountant needs our stuff because it's it's you know coming up as overdue or we need to get an extension and and then that's more stress and you know because it's like a year and plus has gone that's how quickly these things we know how how time goes so fast we can't keep up with it you know one day to the next and how often do you sit there and go did we have that conversation yesterday or was that last week hang on was i talking to you or was i talking to so and so like that that's how quick everything flies by especially when we're in business and we're wearing all the hats and doing all the things so it's super easy when it's not our favorite thing to put it off and and trust me you know in time to come check back with me about that book project and see if it's a even been planned and started and what it even looks like and i think that's something i should share kim as i go because that's that's how i did feel about this process was it was this giant enormous thing that I would you know have to dedicate years to so I certainly you know have started to change my thinking on that I'm going to plan it in bite-sized pieces because it won't be my favorite thing to do and I'm sure we'll have good days and bad days like everything else <laughs> Well, and Carrie, you bring up something really um, important. And I think that, like, one, I want to say thank you because you're transparent about this. But we have it in our head that whatever it is, we need to be, you know, on our A game 24-7. We need to just be, you know, number-centered. We need to be all of that. And that's just not true. If we want to have, you know, a life and a business the business should support your life. I think that, you know, well, I just really believe that you are not always going to be on your A game and you're not going to be, you know, doing all the things. And it's, that's normal. That's humaning instead of being someone who's, again, not smart or, you know, not learning or not whatever. I think that we all have that humanness and for you to share in all your brilliance and all your being a financial designer and all the help you give the community, all the money you've saved this community. I look at that and I think that that takes a lot of pressure off everybody around you because, you know, when we grow up, we want to be like you, Carrie. So I think that that helps tremendously to know we're not always going to be full throttle on the finances. Well, and Kim, I just want to say out loud um, for anyone that does want to be like Kerry when they grow up, Kerry hasn't grown up yet. I refuse to grow up. <laughs> I'm still five foot. I don't think that's going to to change anytime soon. I did not eat my crusts as a child because I did not want to have curly hair. There's there's plenty of reasons, Kim. And yeah, I just, I, I still, I'm still learning. I am still learning as much as I play with numbers day in, day out, love a good spreadsheet, love making spreadsheets and, and you know, analyzing the data and, and turning them into graphs and charts and all the kinds of things. I'm still learning too. You know, I still find new things all the time. And I sit here sometimes and I go, oh, I haven't done a calculation like that in a long time, if ever. So, you know, sometimes I, I have to sit back with my cup of coffee and think about how I'm going to work a spreadsheet or how I'm going to get the answers out of the digits that I want 
I have to think about, I have to make a mini plan about those things to simplify it. Don't overcomplicate it because that's that's what happens sometimes when we run too fast at something. Oh, I need the answer. Hang on. Let me let me make a spreadsheet and download all this data and then I'll do this and then I'll do that. Next minute you've gone, hang on a minute. If I had have done it this way, oh my goodness, that would have been so much easier, way less downloads, way less this, that and the other. So sometimes it pays and, and that's why I recommended on your question, Kim, about sitting down with your, your favourite cup of coffee or whatever, because just just have a think. Just give yourself time to think. Because I agree with what you said as well, Kim, that we all have a I'm less than kind of feeling. We all quickly judge ourselves, you know, oh, well, I don't get the numbers because I'm stupid. Well, no, that's not the answer. Or I'm not smart enough to do my finances. I need I need to pay someone to do it because I, I don't get it. I'm just not, I'm not that clever. That's not the answer either. So, but we, we do understand the thinking and we all have those little, you know, gremlins on our shoulder sitting there going, no, no, you can't do that. And we have to stop ourselves. The, the mind is, is terribly powerful and can really take over a lot of things that we try to achieve in life. And sometimes, sometimes it pays to have people, you know, around us and supporting us to actually help us keep those things in check as well. I love that you're our accountability partner, Kiri. <laughs> Me too. I love that too. And I tell you what, I get it from others. You know, again, I'm still learning. I'm on the journey like everybody else. I need people that, you know, I can be supported by. So I, I have other people and other, you know, groups that I hang out with to get the support that I need. So I don't think that I'm sitting there and, you know, come to me for all these things because I need it in other aspects of my business. But we all need support. We all need people you know, helping us and, you know, supporting us and cheering us on and people to bounce ideas off. And that's one thing that I love in, in the club um, sessions, Kim, is when we do get together, there's no wrong question. There's, you know, definitely it's a you know, great place to ask any, any kind of question because we're all learning and we can learn faster together. And it, it's great that we come together in our, in our little group and, and have those conversations that are more private as a platform than what we can do here on Clubhouse and, and in other spaces. And yeah, again, it's the virtual cafe. Who does not want to hang out in a cafe, especially one that I don't have crowds of people in here making all the noise. And certainly, well, actually, I can't guarantee no one will spill something in the kitchen because that's just a few rooms away. But I, I think it's it's pretty cool, Kim, to you know be able to hang out like that and spend time together. Well, Kim, um, we're getting closer to the top of the hour, and I'm mindful that I've not uh, enabled any way for anyone to connect to anything that we've spoken about. Would you mind quickly speaking um, to something that comes to mind for you on this topic while I throw a couple of links in the chat? Is that okay? Of course it is, Carrie. And let me just say, this was an epic fail by your backup singer slash assistant. Never. Where is... Where is Adam? Adam, where are you hiding? <laughs> I also want to mention that the club 
is an incredible place to not only come together, but to be able to ask questions in a private place because it is a private community. It is like we meet on Zoom and Kiri leads, leads us with what we're asking. Like each time, whatever has come up, she will bring back answers for us. Most of the time she can answer right on the spot, <clears throat> the things that we have, but like two, two meetings ago, we were talking about reconciling bank accounts. So she put together a sh very short, very powerful um, presentation on how to reconcile a bank account for our last meeting. I think that's powerful. We've done all different kinds of things in the club and she has those those in the libraries that are in the vault so that people can go back and, you know, watch them. They can get tools they need in the club. All of that is included in the club. And that's pretty amazing because she continues to add to that as well. Um, Carrie, did you want to say anything else or are you still pinning links? Well, Kim, I had a technical difficulty on pinning the links. That's why I put the club up there, but I put just the website link in the chat for anyone catching the replay because it turns out my URL of .com forward slash subs versus forward slash club, Clubhouse thinks that I'm trying to spam the chat because it tells me that it thinks I've already done that. So sorry about that, peoples. But Kim, thank you so much for describing both of those, the simple subscriptions. The community has saved over $50,000, so that is very exciting. That's serious cash, guys. Like, that is that is not some small chicken feed. Fifty grand is is pretty significant, in my opinion. And had you asked me when we started this many months ago about getting... I did not set a target bad bad carry with the numbers there but I didn't set a target and if you had told me in just a matter of months we'd be up to $50,000 I would have <laughs> no don't be ridiculous <laughs> but it is seriously over $50,000 and continues to rise because people are still working on simple subscriptions it's certainly not something that you need to do overnight again I do not promote fast action on your finances only because again to actually get it done let's let's bring it back to the bite-sized pieces and kim i appreciate that you did that you were like my poster child of simple subscriptions by doing it a little bit at a time and you know just making sure that you captured everything because you know those things are just popping up on our bank statements left right and center recurring payments subscriptions all those little things that we forget that we signed up for so super excited that that total is rising um, every single week and I'll keep everyone updated as that grows and of course yes the club is just an amazing space that I I look forward to every single month you know those little gatherings on zoom again in the virtual cafe to have conversations have a little bit of a session where we can learn something and I get the feedback from everybody what do you need you need looking for and we you know pay attention with the questions to make sure that everybody is getting something out of those sessions and I, I'm just there to help and if I don't know the answer because I'm not an expert I will never ever be an expert and if I don't know the answer I make it my business to find out so I really enjoy those sessions Kim and appreciate you being there as well and Kim we need to go to final thoughts look at the time snap <laughs> I don't know how we get through these rooms so quickly Carrie, but it has been 
almost an hour. It is amazing to be with you in this space. It's amazing to have you like as part of our community, helping so many of us get our finances worked out. So thank you, Carrie, for all you do. And thank you for this space so that we can, we can learn from you. Well, Kim, I always appreciate you being here with me. It is not like, I did, wow, I cannot say thank you enough. I love hanging out with you and sharing these conversations. And I think it's just, yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. And that's it from us. That's it for today, Kim. We're out of here. It has been an amazing conversation as always. I value your time. I want you to enjoy your day. And Kim, I'm going to see you soon. I can't wait, Kiri. Thanks for joining me in the virtual cafe today. You can follow the show to be notified of future episodes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, you can also leave a rating or personal review. Until next time, happy biz beans to you.